This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. Uh, for the second hour, really appreciate you guys staying around for the early evening edition. Uh, we got a lot to go to. Raheem's going to join me in a minute. Ben Harnwell from Rome, EJ and Tony talk about finance, capital markets. I got to start with Frank Gaffney. Frank, as much work as we've been doing, the committee in the present danger had another blockbuster webinar today about really the strategic situation in East Asia, this time focused on the CCP in the Korean Peninsula. Uh, the audience has really been overwhelming since you made that quick hit yesterday giving the timing of this on these i don't know natural natural asset companies you know, i spent a lot of time on wall street with goldman sachs and i had my own firm for about 20 years uh this one's corn fusing to me and i know we've got uh we've got uh miss byfields with us that's going to walk us through all this but just tee it up again what exactly is going on because you've been fantastic the committee's been fantastic to say hey look one of the things we're trying to show you is how they're trying to take uh, your sap your sovereignty in this country, whether it's the CCP run Geneva branch of the UN with World Health Organization and others. And now this and, and the, the one thing I love about the committee, we are very much focused on the decoupling and making sure we we separate American capital markets and American pension funds, whether that is our veterans, our active duty military personnel, our federal workers, and just the, the normal everyday Americans that watch this show about their pension money, about cutting the CCP off from American capital and cutting the CCP off from access to American technology. This one sounds like there's some hidden agenda in this thing because it's kind of confusing to me. Can you, take, can you tee up uh, Ms. Byfeld and, and walk me through what we got here? I can't resist, though, Steve. I <clears throat> just had the opportunity to um, interview the great Natalie Winters, who is doing her bit, as you know, to disengage from communist China with, with her new clothing line. Um, she's so right, and I'm, I'm so excited about it. But to your question, Steve, this is... Um, By the way, hold on, hold on. This, this is one for the ages. When you get, when you get Frank Gaffney excited about Natalie Winters is doing this line for young conservative women. We got Frank, Natalie, this is going to be a home run. I yeah. want in now. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to be an investor. I'm, Frank I'm Gaffney's an excited about it. No, Nat. <laughs> Let's do our Frank part. Frank is extraordinary. She's a great, she's a great entrepreneur. Uh, anyway, Steve, to, to be absolutely deadly serious about this, because it requires that, um, you know, Barack Obama notoriously said, on the eve of his first presidential election, he was about to begin fundamentally transforming America. I would argue that what we're about to discuss is going to be as dangerous an element of that transformation and possibly the finishing touch, if they can pull this off, to America as, as we've known it, remotely known it. I mean, America as it has ever been since the founding. And that is because and you're right to be confused. Get out your number two pretzels, as they say, to follow this script. Basically, what we've got is a grand effort by 
Well, I call them the, the green weenies, hearkening back to my days in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where we used to call, uh, you know, uh, the baseball uh, supporters uh, using instruments to mesmerize the opponents of the Pittsburgh Pirates. The green weenies of today are now trying to turn us all into controlled assets of their enterprises. Uh, these so-called natural asset companies are the instrument. This harkens back to an agenda set in motion back in, oh, I know, 20 or 30 years ago by the United Nations that's designed to uh, set aside land, waters, air for uh, green purposes. And the trouble is, as Margaret Byfield, who I've just come to know and been enormously impressed by, of American Stewards of Liberty, is that this is a means of essentially um, depriving the American people. Uh, I mean, both in terms of national public lands, but also private lands of the productive use of those lands, the productive use for the purposes of, for example, uh, mining or, or oil and gas recovery or um, farming even, for heaven's sake. Or how about this, hunting, no oh, hunting because this is not renewable as defined by the people who are oligarchs of the World Economic Forum, of uh, the Chinese Communist Party, uh, the Biden administration, the United Nations, and so on. And so, Steve, the thing that I particularly want you to make sure you take aboard as a, as a guy who knows about finance is that the only way they've been able to make this whole enterprise work, a kind of alchemy of turning literally air into money, is to create a new accounting system on top of everything else. And I'm going to turn it over to Margaret to talk a little bit about how that works. But the point is, this is a fraud that is being perpetrated on the American people of epic proportions. We will not survive as a nation if it is perpetrated. And it comes down to this. Within little less than two weeks time now, the Securities and Exchange Commission will shut down the comment era, the pay phase that they've established, for us to say, you know, we don't want any part of this. And the easiest way to do that is to go to sovereigntycoalition.org, where you can find both access to the comments page of the Securities and Exchange Commission, and you can also write your legislators and say, we don't want any part of this. If we do this, we might just beat it. And if we do, we might just beat back this climate change. Well, uh, my friend Margaret Byfield calls it cartel and its agenda for taking let's, down our country. Yeah. Let, let's let's bring Mar Margaret. Here's the one thing we try to do with the war and posse. The reason it's been such a powerful political and cultural force we try to explain to people the nomenclature, the kind of structure, the critical path. So just take to, to go back to the beginning. Natural asset companies. What's the concept here? How did it get this advanced? And now we're now we got to man the ramparts for comments. I mean, how did this happen? Who conceived it and where is it going? Okay, so, well, first off, thanks for having me on and thanks for exposing this issue. This is really one of the most important things happening to our nation right now that very few people really know about. So I'm glad you're really focused on it. So the natural asset companies, first thing to understand about them is who created them. There's, uh, in America, there's a group 
uh, called the Intrinsic Exchange Group. You can go to their website and read all about NACS and what they're planning to do there. They were our group that was founded by the Rockefeller Foundation. So that should be the first clue that we should be very wary of this. Um, the NACs create a new investment vehicle. That's what they are trying to get the SEC to approve so that our protected resources and lands and assets, so all the things that the climate crisis cartel has been moving to get under protection. So they've been pushing the agenda 30 by 30 in America, which is to permanently protect 30% of our land and oceans in America. They're doing it worldwide. Um, all of this effort to protect the land, conserve the land, restore the land, those are all the buzzwords, has been moving to this point to where they get enough of our lands under protection, out of the control of the private landowners. Well, hang so on. They can be in okay, hang, hang, over, hold, hold, hang on one second. Everything to date sounds like mom and apple pie. Of course, of we course. all like to conserve our land. We all like to nurture our land. Who, who this, this exchange... Is this is this not just for uh, public lands like controlled by the Interior Department? This is for any land that's out there and they feel that they can put it into a company and then control it. Any land? Yeah. So um, let's let's break it down a little bit. If you're familiar with the conservation easement on private land, that is a device that the land trusts, your big environmental land trusts like the Nature Conservancy, have been pushing on landowners for a lot of years. The idea is how they sell it to the landowners is that if you enroll in a conservation easement, your then your land will never be developed. And so landowners buy into this because they think, oh, this means I can pass my land down. I don't have to worry about it becoming subdivisions. It can always be in agriculture. And that's what they're sold. But the practicality of that, of what really happens with conservation easement, is the development right is sold to the land trust. They now own that asset. All the restrictions, what you can and can't do on that land, are now what the landowners have to live with. They're the ones that are told they can only have one house on the land. Uh, they, they can repair a fence, they can't build a new fence. Uh, everything on the day that that conservation easement is signed, what's happening on that land, that's the baseline, that's what can continue. And so you can do things in the contract and write certain things in, but you have to anticipate everything that you might wanna do on that land in perpetuity. These conservation easements are signed in perpetuity, meaning forever. So forever, that land trust now owns the development rights, which is arguably the most valuable part of that piece of property. You can go to the Nature Conservancy's balance sheet and you will see in the billions how much they own in conservation easements worldwide. So now that conservation easement, which they hang, own, hang, hang, can hang be on enrolled for one in a hang, hang on, hang, hang on, hang on a second. Does the landowner have to – there's not eminent domain. Now, let's leave the public lands out. I'm talking about private landowners. There's no eminent domain. The, these people set these companies up. Does the landowner get paid, get compensated, either cash or stock in the company for putting his land into this entity? So it depends. So the land – let's take the conservation easement. The, that development right, that conservation easement can be enrolled in the NAC with or without the landowner's permission. And it's going to be the land trust wow. that is going to reap the profits from that. Now, a landowner can enroll in the NACs. They can say, hey, I agree with this concept. I want to put my land in. They can do that. But um, it, it's not it, – it's going to be – I think it's going to be very difficult for a landowner to do that because what you have – a NAC has to be managed 
for its sustainability. So there, there are only certain activities that now can be take place on the land. A knack is but if you get ca- the- but hang on but if you get if you get cashed out if they give you cash or they give you stock, you, you got to abide by. It's like selling your company. You got to abide by. You know, if you sell it, somebody else owns it. If you're still part of management, you got to go along with what the ca- the guys put put up the capital. Why is that any different? Is is there a at the beginning of the transaction? You've got one. You've got the easements or the eminent domain. That's a whole different deal. Where they just kind of come and take it and never really give you adequate compensation. But I imagine that's a pretty small percentage. Most of this has to be willing landowners throwing their land in for some sort of compensation, correct? Not necessarily. No, because what that's what's been happening in our country for the past three years under the Biden administration. On the private land in particular, they have been selling the conservation programs to landowners. So there's a federal nexus on the land. A lot of landowners are doing climate smart projects, conservation easements, conserva- conservation reserve programs on their land, which is the federal government paying the money to do these conservation practices. That creates a federal nexus to the land. And this is one of the issues that Senator Ricketts uh, raised in his letter signed with Crapo and Rich from Idaho uh, early on in this back in October is are these lands that have these federal programs on it, can they be enrolled in a NAC without the landowner's permission? And of course, SEC hasn't responded to them that yet. But wow. when you look at the definition, that's the real danger here is landowners are going to be enrolled in this without even knowing it, without having a say in it. And what happens once they do? They no longer control their land because this SEC rule not only allows the enrollment of these assets into the NACs, but then it also gives management authority to the NACs over these lands. So now translate that to our federal lands. So the rule very clearly says in Exhibit 3, our national parks can be enrolled in these NACs, in these natural asset companies. And then it gives management authority to the natural asset companies over all the assets held in the NAC. So now, so, who is so, managing so, our federal lands and our parks? Right. But so, hang, hang on a second. Party, I, 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 let's, yeah, let's, let's talk to, about if – and I know this comment. I just want to make people – we're asking them to go to the site, Frank, and to make, and to make comments. This is SEC. How did the SEC – I mean, this would have to be a massive federal law. To allow the public lands that are really essentially owned in kind of trust by the government for the American people to transfer them into some sort of private entity or some sort of other entity even managed. That's just not something the SEC can come up with because the SEC is basically approving the structure of something that will be publicly traded. That's what their purpose is, to protect Aunt Daisy in Minnesota, right? They have no jurisdiction or no authority. To start taking the, you know, Department of Interior, I think, owns what, 75% of the lands west of the Mississippi or something like that is some huge, massive amount of land. They don't have the jurisdiction to just sit there and go, oh, yeah, we're going to get the SEC to prove, to sign up these companies and we're going to start putting in uh, Glacier National Park and Yellowstone National Park and some of these forests up in the Pacific Northwest. Broke the yeah, we've already did that in our comments. We have. We've argued that. We have the same concerns. But what, what has happened is New York Stock Exchange, which Hold is it, Margaret. But are you saying – hang on, hang on. But are you saying – I understand we're going to – I understand your comment. Are you saying actually the way this is structured right now, that the Biden regime can just – once these once the SEC approves the, the vessel or the structure of the financial part of this, 
that they can then, without going to Congress, start start just putting in massive federal lands into these into these uh, natural asset companies. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it looks like. There's no process in there uh, for wow. any other approval. So right now, and, so and they're New preparing to do it, Steve. Too. I mean, let's be clear. This isn't just a prospect. That's the plan that is going forward now. Is it not, Margaret? Yeah, so let me give you an example. The Bureau of Land Management, which uh, manages the most of the land in the West, <laughs> they have been in the process of, they have proposed a new planning rule in which they will no longer prioritize the multiple uses defined by Congress on the management of these lands. Um, they are prioritizing conservation as the priority use of the lands. This is what this rule essentially would do. And in this new rule, they are creating conservation leases so that an entity can go out and they can uh, secure a conservation <laughs> lease on lands that today is being used okay. for grazing, mining, oil and gas. And then once yes. that conservation lease goes in, that's all that but, can happen on that land. And then that lease but, but, can be enrolled yeah. in the NAP. But so, okay, here's a, okay. Hang on here. I realize you got the SEC. We're going to give comments. The audience is only that. You have this thing called the House of Representatives. The House BLM and all these guys come for an annual budget. Everything about those lands is kind of micromanaged. I mean, congressmen in the West understand this in the Intermountain West and in Arizona. BLM it probably takes up fifty percent of their time. Besides things like the border. Are you telling me Congress has the, the House of Representatives controlled by the Republicans have signed off on this? No, they haven't. But I will tell you that the IEG and the New York Stock Exchange briefed the Financial Services Committee staffs and, and the uh, LAs from uh, all the members of the staff. And after that briefing, uh, they decided that the committee would not uh, be involved in this because it is uh, uh, from a self-regulatory organization, the New York Stock Exchange. And um, what I was told by one of the staffers is that they will will get involved if it's approved, and then they will look okay. at filing a bill that would maybe regulate this, okay. which from our perspective so, so, is Hey, too Frank, we, we, we've got to bounce, but I, I, I need, we're going to need a much deeper drill down by Margaret and yourself because now my head's blown up. Right. There's something. This <laughs> I is, knew it would. <laughs> When you one of the so one thing we did in the Trump administration when we first won, as you know, Frank, I had people come in and brief then the president elect and Reince and myself and others, just what's in the government and your jaw drops when you look at the Department of Agriculture, Interior. These are massive organizations. I mean, Interior is the biggest you know it's the biggest leaseholder and landlord in the world. I mean, the the amount of run, run magnificent land we control. For, Run by a true communist. She's she's true the most communist. out of control Dead of violent. everybody on that. So so I mean she's so radical. So I, we're going to need to drill down on this, and we're going to need to get some. This is outrageous. I mean the New York Stock Exchange, the SEC, those are kind of regulatory things for the structures of uh, transactions and financial instruments to make sure Aunt Daisy in Minnesota can't get picked off by some Wall Street sharpie. That has nothing to do with the with the in held in trust of the greatest, most magnificent land on man's earth, which would be the United States of America and particularly the western part of it. So this is crazy. Where do they go right now? I want everybody in the audience to go to the site, find out more about Margaret, more about the sovereignty issues, and to start to give comments. But we need obviously a deeper debriefing on this to find out. First off, it's outrageous. We're in. The, it's outrageous 
that we're taking that we're making comments to the SEC when this thing ought to go back to the beginning and say who even approved of this crap, right? This is outrageous. And any Republican that allowed this, our staffer that allowed this to happen and get to this place has got to be called out and held accountable for this. This is exactly the problem we have. We're asleep at the switch. And the guys on the opposite end, they're working 24-7, and they're looking at every scheme possible to affect. The same thing happened in the WHO, as you know, that situation there. So, Frank, where do people go? Well, I've let Margaret talk about her website. Uh, Let me just say, for action purposes, and this is for all the reasons you've just mentioned, Steve, the imperative need for action, action, action is to go to sovereigntycoalition.org just just to simplify the process of expressing your opposition to both the SEC. And you're right, Steve, this isn't an accident that they're using Let's this, get that over this backwater. This. this is this is part that of the plan. Yep, there we but go. also that we yep. also need you to go to your representatives as well. And you can do both at sovereigntycoalition.org. Perfect. Yeah, and our website. Hey, Margaret, where is... do people go? Where, yeah, where do they sure. go to find out more about you and, and your fight here? Yeah, so we're americanstewards.us. That's where you can find us, and we do have a NAC page up, which which gives the link to that um, to what Frank just talked about, which is fantastic. I'm so glad he set that up. It's also got a lot of the kind of background information on it, so you can dive deeper in some of the key letters that have been written. Representative Hagman wrote a really good letter that really got us the second, uh, the reopening of the comments that we just secured. And then uh, Treasurer Oaks, Marla Oaks from Utah, has been sounding the alarm on this for several months as well. And he's done a Wall Street Journal op-ed and some really good stuff that he's done on that too. So that's a good source to kind of see what all has been done on this so far. Yeah. And Steve, also the Real quickly, what is America- China yeah. uh, webinar on this with Marjorie and uh, and uh, Treasurer Oaks both participated in his fantastic background. Get, get, get that to my team. I want to push that again. Uh, real quickly, what is American Stewards? I love the name. I love the brand. What, what is it? We're a property rights organization. So we fully believe that we either own property or we are property. And so everything that we do at American Stewards is Amen. work to help Americans own the land, not government, but Americans own the land and resources in, in our country so that we then can control our government. And not the Chinese government Amen. is part uh, of owning the land. Yeah. Not the CCP. Do you, uh, Margaret, do you, have, uh, do you have social media? Yes, we do. ASL underscore Liberty is our Twitter account. And uh, we do have an Instagram account too, and uh, but the Twitter one is is um, one that we're we're Fine. doing a lot of work on right now. Okay, uh, this is a bombshell. We're gonna get all over it. Thank you for doing this. We're gonna have you back on again. Let me get my head around this tonight. Amazing. God bless you. Thank Steve. you. You know, this is like this is worse. This is worse than the WHO, right? These people are working twenty four seven. They got smart, cunning people on the other side. You got to keep on top of them nonstop. EJ. Uh, the 19th looms now looks like we're gonna have a fight over the border, but tell me brother, you've been the number one guy to say, Hey, Steve, I think we're gonna get to 34 trillion pretty quickly. We passed that. And also you were the first guy to say, Hey, Steve, I think the way they're short-term financing this, we're going to be over a trillion dollars in interest expense. Even they now admit to you, admit that they agree with EJ and Tony four months after you first broke it, we're now going to be spending over a trillion uh, dollars in interest minimum, sir. 
That's absolutely right, Steve. And I have to say, you know, it, it really is bittersweet here. It, it was much more fulfilling when accurate prognostication under under Trump meant things like rising real wages, a growing middle class, and American prosperity. And, and today, it means exactly the opposite. You're absolutely right. We are seeing the debt and the deficit spiral out of control, and we are quickly getting to the point where interest on the debt is eclipsing all categories in the budget, not most categories, but all. There's literally only uh, two line items in the fiscal services monthly report that are larger. That's the Department of Health and Human Services and the Social Security Administration. Everything else on an individual basis is smaller than how much we're paying just in interest. You've also said, because you this is the great thing about EJ, uh, as you can tell, he's a lot of laughs. So every every month he's in the numbers. EJ, you're the first guy to say, hey, look, I, they can lie or they want. You know, you see the tax revenues are, are, are coming in light on uh, on uh, on capital gains, et cetera. They're missing. That shows you the economy slowing. But you're the first to point out, hey, Steve, we're running at two hundred billion dollars plus a month in deficits. Is that still the case? And do you project that out because the conversations on Capitol Hill essentially and I hate to say this are meaningless. I mean, they're talking about 10 billion here, 80 billion here. They're not grasping the crisis we're in about the about these deficits, are they? No, not at all, Steve. You're absolutely right here. What they're talking about uh, are essentially just drops in the bucket. We need radical spending reform if we hope to turn this thing around. Anything else is, is essentially just stretching out the time horizon. It's kicking the can down the road. It's buying us a little bit of time, but that's only valuable if you're eventually going to make the kinds of cuts that are needed here. And right now, I mean, other than what, a dozen people in the House of Representatives, it really doesn't seem like there's any appetite in Congress to actually give us the kind of spending cuts that we need to put us on anything that even resembles a path to a sustainable path to some kind of, you know, fiscal sanity here in D.C. What would you when you talk about cuts to discretionary spending? I'm going to hold you through the break. We got about a minute here, about 30 seconds. What are you talking about? Uh, we are talking about radical cuts here. We're, we're talking about putting spending back uh, to where it was several years ago. And you may think, OK, several years, that's not a big deal. Uh, yes, it is, because all of the uh, emergency COVID spending that should have been one time has been replaced by the Biden administration with other new spending, mostly entitlements. And so you have essentially doubled outlays. So you need to radically cut back on what the government is spending today. Okay, EJ, hang on for one second. I want to get to that. If we go to pre-COVID levels, I think everybody would say back in the fall of 2019 was the golden age of the 21st century as far as the economy hitting on all cylinders under President Trump. I think the government was big enough, right? That's what we're talking about. That would get, I think, 40% cut right off the bat. Short break, EJ and Tony, Raheem Kassam, Ben Harnwell, all next in the war room. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits, and it's why I am proud and the War Room Posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that, without funding the left. 
When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's FRIDAY76. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offers eligible only with the Black Friday promo code Friday76. This is a limited time offer. Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Promo code Friday76. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes... COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room-type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on. Grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call one 800 
1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit TaxNetworkUSA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, so so EJ, real quickly, tell me how we go back. This shouldn't be that heavy a lift, I wouldn't think. How can we go back just to pre-COVID? Pre-COVID, the government's 40%, spending's 40% increased since COVID. How difficult would it be us to go back just to pre-COVID levels? Well, not difficult from a, from an accounting standpoint. We would just simply have to essentially undo everything that, that Biden has done to date. It, it it comes down to, though, there's no political will in D.C. to actually make that happen right now. And what's really fascinating, Steve, is that if you were able to actually do that, to take us back to 2019 levels, you would find that current receipts today, in other words, how much the government is, is taking in with tax revenue, that actually exceeds the uh, $4 trillion in change that we were spending in 2019. So you actually would go from a massive uh, multi-trillion dollar deficit to a surplus, just like that. Um, are you calling on that to happen? Because we're a big proponent of that. Tell me, walk me through the plan, the action plan of how we make that happen. Oh, I, I am absolutely an advocate for that. And and by the way, I don't think that that's just an end goal. I think that's a good first step. You know, President Trump did a lot of good for this nation from an economic standpoint, but, you know, more could be done. It was not perfect by any stretch. And a lot of that had to yes. do not just with the president, but who he had to deal with in Congress. But but how do we how do we actually get back to 2019? Again, I think you just have to simply go through the logbook of everything uh, that President Biden has done and simply reverse it, claw back all of the spending. And that's the only way that we're going to get, again, to any kind of trajectory that will get us to somewhere resembling fiscal sanity. Okay, EJ, we're hurtling towards the 19th. We're going to have you on a lot to break all this down. Right now, it looks like the throwdown is going to be on the uh, on the border, but other things are going to pop up. And, of course, all this, they're going to try to throw in an unfunded supplemental tube to c- cover the money laundering operation in Ukraine. So we'll get to all of it. In the interim, where do they go to get to, to you? All the Your Twitter feed where you're putting up great stuff plus the website. Uh, best place to find me is going to be there on Twitter or X, and the handle is at Real EJ Antoni. I'll post uh, my my interviews, my articles, and all of my data analysis that I do each day, breaking down the numbers for people. EJ Antoni, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Raheem Kassam joins me, and now we're we're able to track down O'Keefe. We're going to get him a second. So, Raheem, you've got two amazing pieces. One about O'Keefe's video yesterday, also one about NGOs. I'm going to get to those, then bridge into O'Keefe. But I want to start first. You had a piece on the CIA the other day, involvement in 24. You've got another amazing piece that just popped on the globalist. They're all focused on the 2024 election, the intelligence services, the deep state, the administrative state, and now uh, our, our brothers and sisters in the UK and in Europe. And people got to know MI5 and MI6 are, are close working partners with the CIA and DNI. Talk to me about that first, what you're breaking over at National Pulse, then I want to get into the O'Keefe of it all. 
Yeah, thanks, Stephen. By the way, I just want to mention for the audience here, every time I'm back in Washington, D.C., all you hear behind me is sirens. It's just constant. It's unavoidable. It's just sirens after sirens. It's, a, it's an absolute hellhole here. Um, so I apologize about any background noise. Well, hold it. But we had hold it. We had we had a, we had a cold, we had a cold open with Molly Young fast today, saying that crime is down. That every every indice of uh, life being better for the American people is on fire right now for Biden. If if crime is down, why are the sirens? Uh, are they just going over to help uh, help little old ladies cross the street? No, it's it's peace sirens. They're very peaceful sirens. And Molly Jong fast is a crime, so I won't even I won't even get into that. <laughs> Um, I have to, and, and, and I, I saw the, uh, I saw the cold open this morning and that, that hair is a crime. Uh, um, I, I just, I can't stand it. I mean, this is, this is, it's, this city is just abysmal now and, and everywhere you go is miserable and crime ridden. And I just had to make mention of it because, because this is what's at stake here, right? This is the country that they've built. This is the, this is the city that they've presided over. This is the city they locked down uh, to issue, you know, usher Biden in by night uh, all those years ago now. And this is what's at stake this year. People have to know this. When you, and when you look at the stuff that we've got up on the site right now, right, you talked about the, the, the O'Keefe story. But also, yeah, the, the CIA guy who says, look, the intel agencies are obviously going to try and intervene in this coming election. And we have another story up that people need to know about on the site right now about the British government, these three senior former diplomats of the British government saying, hey, we need to have crisis talks. They said secret meetings about how we're going to thwart a second Trump term when it comes to NATO, when it comes to Ukraine, when it comes to foreign interventions. So it's not but, you know, January the 5th. And we're already seeing this this um, unholy alliance of all of the, I mean, truly evil alliance of all of these different elements coming together this, and saying, the, yeah, but not by the, us, not in our name, not now, look, not ever. Look, look, we caught up in 16. We caught him by surprise. You were there. You were there. You know that uh, they started the nullification surprise. project that night, that night on the on the 8th of November when we when we won uh, in 2020, they got ahead of it and stole the election. They're not prepared to have the populist nationalist movement in this country take control of the government again. They're just not. Uh, and we're going to have to fight every day, not just to win. We're going to have to then fight to govern. That's what these guys are saying. Two things. Number one, the intelligence agencies, a veteran is saying, hey, we got to we got to get involved now to stop this thing. And and the smart guys in England, the globalists in England, the, the kind of EU types, the non-Brexit guys in the government are saying, hey, if they fail to stop it, we have to make sure that we can't he can't implement anything here in the relationships with Europe that would really give America her sovereignty back and would really fall in, in line with the America first agenda, correct? It's exactly correct. And, and you know, the, the James O'Keefe video was so important from Phoenix that it ties all of this together as well, because uh, something that they uncovered, which I don't necessarily know that they uncovered, was that the, the shelter and the, the agency, the organization down there, one of the guys said is being run uh, by the International Rescue Committee. Well, the International Rescue Committee is a massive billion dollar a year operation run out of New York City. But who's it run by? It's run by the guy who ran policy operations for none other than former Prime Minister Tony Blair in the United Kingdom all those years ago, right? All those Iraq war years ago. He then happened to be the favorite to take over the Labour Party. He lost that battle to his brother, no less, and then hot-footed it over to Midtown Manhattan, where he pulls down a million dollars a year in salary right now, and his job is to run 
uh, mass illegal migration operations into the United States. They brag about it on their own website. So you talked about the policy stuff earlier and, and you're not going to get tossed the keys back, but you have to have policy things ready to go day one. Well, the one thing that I think needs to be done ready to go day one is to prosecute these non-governmental organizations, especially the ones with large amounts of foreign money, large amounts of foreign influence, foreign leadership, who are presiding over the uh, criminality, the mass criminality, I'll say it because Nikki Haley won't, uh, coming into the United States of America. It, to borrow a phrase from Donald Trump, it is poisoning the blood of America, Steve, and there's foreign nationals, unfortunately, from my country at the heart of it. By you got Miliband. Uh, this is the new editorial that's up. You're doing an editorial every couple of days. Uh, how do people get to National Pulse? We keep saying National Pulse has got to be part of your media diet at the top of the uh, at the beginning of the day to kind of keep up with everything, particularly the analytics you put in and the, and the contextualization. So where do people go? Yeah, the, the context is key. You know, we are very much a sort of industry magazine for the America First uh, movement out there. We'll tell you what is going on, what's behind the scenes, what are the buried leads, um, what the mainstream media, what the corporate media won't tell you. And in a lot of cases, contextualizing a lot of the stories that the conservative media uh, tells you just the basics of. It's the nationalpulse.com forward slash war room. You come in, you sign up, make sure you get the newsletter, make sure you download the app. That's all free. Your first month, if you want to join as a member to help sustain our work, that's also free, the nationalpulse.com forward slash war room. Raheem, uh, thank you for do, do you have uh, Twitter? What's your social media? Yeah, unfortunately, still have to be there to, to get the stories out there. It's at Raheem Kassam and at the Nat Pulse, also on Gitter, on Truth Social, uh, on Instagram, you name it. We're there, Telegram, we're there. Uh, at Raheem Kassam and the Nat Pulse, the National Pulse. Uh, you search them all there or the nationalpulse.com, they're all linked. Raheem, you don't have that cheery look you had the last couple of weeks. You're back to I'm, I'm angry. Overcast, no, I'm genuinely cold. angry. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, well, I'm angry about the weather up here, but I'm genuinely angry about what we've learned today, what David Miliband is doing. I'm genuinely yes. apoplectic about it. No, no. Uh, but Raheem's been fighting with Miliband for many decades. The uh, the uh, That was your nemesis on Brexit when you got the sovereignty of the British people back, so you don't want to give it away. We don't certainly want to give ours away. Raheem, thanks so much. National thanks, Pulse. Let's get up Mo and Grace Chung. Let's push it out. I want everybody to get access to Raheem and all the great writers they've got over there. Can I, I want to play. I just want to play a clip from yesterday. I want to get a key. People are still buzzing about this. As you know, in the morning show, we actually had Carrie Lake on to talk about it. Uh, let's go ahead and play it. These are migrants on the bus. Are, are you transporting um, migrants to the airport, sir? Shut the door right in my face. One of the companies that transports the migrants is Jet Limousine, which we learned is a subcontractor to a group called Charter Up. These bus companies have instructed their drivers not to talk to any O'Keefe journalist and to even call the police on us when they see us. More on that soon. Hi, sir. Sir, who do you, who do you work for? Sir, I'm wondering, um, who do you work for and are you shipping migrants on buses on the hour? I work for Nanya. Who's on your business, man? Huh, yeah, I'm looking dangerous now. Yeah, they're looking anxious now. Yeah, look at their faces now. What is that? That tape is unbelievable. James O'Keefe joins us. Carrie, uh, James, uh, Carrie Lake said off of your reporting that you can go to Sky Harbor, particularly in the overnight flights. She said two thirds of these flights are packed with the illegal aliens being shipped into the interior of the country 
by groups like you, you identified. What's what's give us an update. We broke this yesterday with you here. Our audience has been going crazy sharing. it. It's gone viral. What's the latest? Well, um, uh, Steve, it is. It's remarkable uh, the the impact this has had. I'm, I'm shocked that nobody else is really reporting on it. And I'm and I don't think that anybody has shown the location. I, I say the address because this is a public facility. It's 1211 East Apache in Phoenix, just a, a mile from Phoenix Sky Harbor. And the rea- Elon Musk has responded a few times here. I think the biggest reaction I heard um, uh, Raheem say $415 million in federal money is coming from HHS and other agencies. People did not know that. The International Rescue Committee, which is a $1.3 billion in revenue organization, is responsible for this. And it's it's rare, Steve, that you actually catch a bribe on tape. I've, I've, I've talked to Carrie about this, too. I said, hey, Carrie, have you ever been, because Carrie Lake was a local reporter in Phoenix, have you ever been bribed? or offered money to go away from reporting on something. So I think it's just the, the, the compelling nature of the video shows, I, I guess, the um, the ethos of the place. It's just, they're obviously doing something they're very ashamed of. And I, and I don't think we know the full story, just the tip of the iceberg, but um, uh, this is a developing story. I have a part two coming where we actually walk onto the buses. They, they keep calling the sheriff's office on me. And Steve, a lot of these local police officers like what I do. So they're caught in this this ridiculous situation where they're being called to, I guess, try to arrest me for photographing this. So this is the developing story. We have more to come and I'm, we're, we're getting reactions uh, to it live. I just I want to make sure because I, I heard yesterday from you and then I've heard from other people. There are a lot of just normal Americans that when this when this International Rescue Committee charters buses or does everything, there's a lot of ordinary Americans that don't support this at all. And that's becoming a lot of whistleblowers. People are coming to you that are part of the logistics of this, but they know something's not right and they want to get the word out. And so a lot of the things that you're getting and following up on are coming from normal, everyday Americans, not MAGA, not not even Trump supporters, just people to see that something's not right here in our country. And they're coming to you to expose it. Is that essentially the direction of where you're heading on this? Yes, it's, it's actually become a phenomenon. I've never seen anything like this. I've been doing this, as you know, for close to 20 years since I was a teenager. Um, I've never seen anything like this. The people who are, you said, logistics, charter up, pays jet limousine, and all these bus companies, there are a lot of conservatives working for working for these bus companies, okay? And they're pissed, and, and they're, they're, they're leaking to me. I get the pilots in American Airlines and Delta are all talking to me. Pilots are by and large about 80 to 90 percent conservative or Republican, and the ticket counter agents are about 80 to 90 percent liberal or leftist. I got a couple ticket agents uh, in American Airlines Terminal 4 and Delta and all these places talking to me, and, and it's like Sami stop. They're, they're pulling me by the shirt saying, James, I got to tell you about these buses. Something is happening in the, in the zeitgeist of America. I've never seen anything like it where people – there's this groundswell – this bubbling discontent, and they've got nowhere to go. They certainly can't go to any media organization. So they, the, a lot of them are sending me messages on Signal, and and that's how I know this. Okay. And 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 every time I break one of these videos, Steve, I just get an exponential uprising of people on the inside. And 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 it's this is what I want to. We, yeah. yeah. That's where we want to push it up. But I, I got to go to something before because we've got a hard out here in about five minutes. When you're doing this in Phoenix. 
Phoenix is one of the law. I mean, Carrie came out of there with she was the number one anchor. But Phoenix, I think, is the fourth or fifth biggest TV market in the nation. The news there is every bit as good as the news in Chicago, maybe not New York or D.C., but L.A., but it's next tier. I mean, investigative reporters, massive news operations, huge ratings, tons of money. So between public officials, which you've done more than anybody on public corruption, between public officials and a massive media, how can it be James O'Keefe that breaks the story about the secret operation going on that is actually hundreds of millions of dollars? Why does it take O'Keefe Media Group to do this when you've got a massive news operation of every different channel and independent channels there, plus newspapers, plus you've got all these government officials? How did that happen? It's a great question. That, that, that's, 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 you and I have been talking about this for 15 years. I think it has to do with the relationship between these media organizations. They don't want to question or be adversarial to the situation currently happening. They can't, they can't, they, they have to uh, be friendly. I think there was a report on this school like four years ago or something, but it was one of those, you know, humanitarian pro exposés. They didn't want to really reveal they wanted to be cozy with the people. They didn't want to question or be skeptical of what's occurring. I have no idea. It's an, it's an, it's an enigma to me. And, and one of the things that was remarkable about what I witnessed is that just, Steve, just by me standing on the street on a public sidewalk, they called the police on me. And the buses, as they were coming to pick up the migrants, they do it every hour on the hour at 1211 East Apache. When they saw me standing there, the buses wouldn't stop. And they were avoiding swerving me. I've never seen any. And of course, now what we need to do is put more pressure on them. Show up there every day with 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 cameras. You have a First Amendment right to do that. But the media is beyond broken. It's it's corrupt, and citizens have to do the job. You got a big drudge link. I know you're working on getting the tape out for the rest. Walk us through. Just uh, we got a couple of minutes. Where where is this going to develop, and when do we anticipate the next drop? The What's going to develop is we have footage. We, I went on the buses. I followed the buses to Phoenix Sky Harbor. This is Terminal Terminal Four, Terminal Three and Four, and 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 they called the police. They they swerved across the road, uh, uh, basically reckless driving, and tried to smash into my car. I was driving my vehicle, wow. and they tried to bang the buses. Tried to this is like out of the movie Speed. Yeah. I mean, this is remarkable. And, and, and what it shows me is that we've scratched the surface with this NGO called International Rescue. American Red Crosses, the Catholic Charities are involved. But there's something else more sinister that I haven't, I haven't gotten into. I, I, I'm trying to dig further. I, I think we're really onto something okay. here. And I'm calling on people to contact yep. us on our signal. Um. I want to make sure that the people that don't bury the lead terminal three and four at Sky Harbor International Airport are domestic terminals. So James O'Keefe is following the buses where they're going to drop them off to take flights into the interior of this country. That's that's the scandal here. They ain't sending them home. They're going into the interior of the country. How do people get to O'Keefe Media Group? Uh, how they follow you on social media? This story is on fire right now. Our audience, and that's why we had Carrie on today, talk about it. And then Raheem wrote this great piece this afternoon, and we want to have you follow up. So we're all over it. Where do people yeah, go, James? People, a lot of these pilots, and the most important thing is if you're living in Phoenix and you have information, our signal number is 914-315-9415. You can see that number on my social media, Instagram, Telegram, 
X, Rumble, we're everywhere. Tips.okeefemediagroup.com. The story is is viral, grassroots internet story. But but the call to action here is contact me if you're a bus driver. I, Steve, I've got bus drivers driving these buses who are currently going to record. Okay, so this is a a phenomenon wow. of whistleblowing and insiders. That's what we need. And then stay tuned in the coming days for our next installment of the video of the next video to come. James, you stay safe uh, because they got a big target in your back, whether it's the FBI or these uh, international groups. So stay safe, brother. Go with God. Thank you. James O'Keefe, the greatest investigative reporter of his generation. And I say that having observed this guy now for about 14 years, he's absolutely fearless. May we really uh, are honored to have people, what we call the fight club, come on here. But I tell you, this thing on O'Keefe is blowing up. When you look at these international NGOs and you're putting up half the money. Almost five hundred, uh, five hundred million dollars of taxpayer money to do this to to exacerbate and assist the people that are invading the country. Okay, we're back tomorrow at ten a.m. The show is just so packed right now. We're having a tough time even scheduling all the stories we want. Make sure you go to my Getter account, get our email list. It's all free. We go out of our way here to make sure that we can put forward uh, the information that you need and to make it ubiquitous and make it free. We're back at ten a.m. Eastern tomorrow morning. Also. End of the dollar empire. You've got to get to the speed on this. Get it and read it. If you think it's too tough, just flip through it. Look at the charts. You'll get smart. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. We'll see you back here at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning in the world. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you take, take it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code Bannon. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.